0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Pool Cleaner Hour. It is your host, TinkerBuff, as always, and for the next little bit, I will be talking about various subjects and various things as you relax in your mind's pool and cool off or heat up, whatever you would like to do. It's your pool. You get to decide. I'm just here to make it cozy. Today's episode, we'll be talking about Mubarak Barabuze, the Dragon Slayer. In 2014, a woman was fetching water at a river in Uganda, alongside her friends from a local village. She was taken into the water by a massive crocodile. There she was consumed before their eyes. She was eight months pregnant, and her husband was away from home on a fishing trip. He would return to find his future. His entire family was wiped out by this animal. Mubarak would vow revenge. Though for a month he felt powerless, his hope was gone. The odds of finding the same crocodile seemed impossible with the massive expanse of Africa's untamed rivers and wilderness. There are eight major rivers that run through Uganda, including the Nile as well as the Katonga, which is 137 miles long just within the country of Uganda. Uganda already has a history of man-eating crocodiles. The story of Osama the man-eater is a horrifying account of one such beast, a crocodile recorded as eating 83 human beings alive between the years of 1991 and 2005. This 75-year-old beast required two weeks of baiting and strategy formation, with 50 men all coming together to trap this animal. Osama was responsible for killing 10% of the local village's population. This living nightmare was known to carry children away from the land, prey specifically on elderly who could not run away, and was also known to even swim beneath fishing boats and capsize them solely to eat their occupants. When Osama was captured, the crocodile was sent to a breeding farm where they would be used as a breeding stud for approximately 5,000 mates. And it said that um, he is still there to this day, although he feasts on dead chickens instead of people, of course. And some people thought that this was a misjustice and that Osama should have been killed immediately, while others understand that his freedom is taken away and he is basically a uh, sex slave. <laughs> Crocodiles are a common sight in Uganda with several different types, including the notoriously dangerous Nile crocodile, The Nile crocodile is second only to the saltwater crocodile in its aggression and its power. They have one of the strongest bites in the animal kingdom, exerting a force eight times greater than that of a great white shark. They can swim underwater for an hour without air. They can survive for a year without a meal. They have been seen to take down hippos. They have clawed front feet and webbed feet in the back, making them dangerous in any terrain. They live 70 to 100 years and grow up to 14 feet, and some females will weigh in at a staggering 1,700 pounds. They are a prehistoric force that should be respected. For a month, Mubarak felt hopeless, until one day a group of fishermen called for him, and they saw the crocodile. The beast had returned to their village and was searching for its next victim. They attempted to attack the crocodile with sticks and rocks, but only managed to frighten it away. But now, Mubarak knew the creature had not left them for good, and it waited to face him in the waters of the river. Mubarak took all of his money and went to a blacksmith. He told them the story of how his wife and future child were eaten alive. He made a deal with the blacksmith to forge a spear sharp enough and vicious enough in design that it could pierce the belly of this modern day dragon and tear it open. This cost around five US dollars, which was their entire life savings in their currency. The blacksmith agreed, and Mubarak waited for the spear to be forged. Accounts about this crocodile vary in exact size. Some say it was easily 20 feet. Others assured reporters that it was 30. These rulers of ancient rivers are often rumored to be massive and killing. Dozens to hundreds of people each, which is far more than most scientists will agree on. However, these all come from first-hand accounts from the people that live along the side of these rivers and see these horrific acts happen firsthand. Crocodiles are a common character in mythology all around the world, most notably, of course, the Egyptian god Sobek, the god of fertility and rebirth. He was also one of the most feared and powerful of the Egyptian gods, forming his own cults and rituals. Armies would pray to Sobek for strength and courage in battle. According to the Egyptian legends, the Nile itself was formed from the very sweat of Sobek. And because the Nile was so rich in nutrients and rich soil, it was believed that he filled the river with his own reproductive seed. After murdering Osiris, Seth, who was Osiris' brother, dumped the mutilated body of the god in the Nile River. It's believed that Seth chopped up Osiris' body into 14 parts. Sobek, fully aware of the heinous act perpetuated by Seth, went ahead to devour Osiris' body parts. For engaging in such sacrilegious acts, Sobek was brought before the council of Egyptian gods and tried. The crocodile-headed god was found guilty and punished. The story goes on to say that Sobek's tongue was cut off. Thus, many of Sobek's images show him without a tongue. The story also shows how animalistic Sobek can be sometimes. Thus, there are countless stories of him putting reason on hold and pursuing his own primitive urges in the River Nile, thereby making him one of the most dangerous gods in the Egyptian pantheon. Near Uganda, in the country of Burundi, is another legendary crocodile. This one was named Gustave. Gustave is a large male Nile crocodile in Burundi who is rumored to have killed as many as 200 to 300 people. The beast is observed to be easily over 20 feet long, and it still to this day has never been captured. And you'll know it's him, however, when you see three distinct bullet wounds all around his head. Mubarak soon had his spear. It was a long shaft with shimmering barbed blades at the end. On the opposite end of the shaft was a length of sturdy rope. He would watch the river closely to see the beast return. His friends and neighbors checked in on him often, and they tried to comfort him, but his mind was overwhelmed with images of his wife, his future child, and their hellish demise. Their words offered no comfort. He does not feel anything, except the obsession towards revenge. The crocodile must die before he can even think of living. His friends pleaded with him. They said, please, don't attack this beast. It's so huge. It will eat you. The spear is not enough. It will not finish the job. But Mubarak simply replied, I failed in killing it the first time around. I'm not bothered if I die killing this beast. I'm going to take it on with this spear, and I will make sure that it dies. Two more months had passed since his entire world was killed. He would think of nothing else. He would focus on nothing else. Crocodiles are considered very smart creatures, especially when compared to their reptilian counterparts. They've shown complex behavior such as tool use, strategic hunting, and communication with one another. This highly suggests advanced cognitive abilities. Their ability to adapt to different environments across the globe also shows their level of higher intelligence. Crocodiles have long been seen as simply opportunistic predators. Over time, however, we've watched as they've employed complex tactics to capture their prey. Some have been seen using tools to lure birds. By balancing sticks on their snouts, they attract the birds looking for building materials. Crocodiles have also shown evidence of problem solving and learning abilities, able to remember safe pathways through their complex aquatic habitats, while also learning to avoid dangerous areas. These ancient survivors have also been observed learning to operate latches to escape from enclosures. It has also been recorded that they are able to recognize and remember individual people. By now, nearly four months had passed. It's the peak season of lush fertility in the land of Uganda. The river and soil is rich with life. It's lush with vegetation. Mubarak checks the river waters every day for his nemesis. His revenant soul tethered to his destiny spear. He doesn't hear his friends, he doesn't hear his neighbors pleading for him to stop and to move on. But then, they tell him they found the crocodile, and he hears them clearly, and he makes his way down the stream. Nearly 50 people have gathered along the river edge to gaze upon this colossal man-eater. It doesn't care about them. It doesn't care about the rocks that they throw at it, or the sticks they smash against the water surface but it does see Mubarak and it knows him and it recognizes the primal spirit within the man. He knows that swimming is suicide for crocodiles have been measured to swim at a speed of 22 miles an hour in the water. If he slips up even once he dies and he knows this, whether the dragon's mouth tears him apart with ease or its weight drowns him or one hit of its tail turns his bones to dust. He must be perfect. He cannot die until his task is done. He felt terror when he watched the beast open its maw and begin propelling forward with his tail. But he gripped his spear and he felt the strength of his rage. Rocks crashed around them in a coliseum of chaos, but the two combatants were focused only on each other. Mubarak lured the animal to a more level ground where they both felt ground beneath their feet. The 50-year-old fisherman found himself dodging and staying in the defensive as the modern-age dinosaur came at him with a fury all its own. The other villagers found themselves retreating or scrambling for more supplies to throw in a sad attempt to help. Mubarak kept out of the beast's snaps and away from its swinging tail. For 90 non-stop minutes, the two fought. An hour and a half of attacking, defending, retreating, and coming back from both sides. Typically, a five-minute match between an equal human opponent is considered exhausting by regular standards. And this wasn't against an equal human. This was something far more. 20 feet of prehistoric power against a man who had absolutely nothing left to lose. Mubarak would remember the fear as the crocodile opened its maw and came at him once more, his body aching with exhaustion, his hands slipping with sweat, his legs quaking with fatigue, and his focus was waning. But he knew even now, if he slipped up even once, it would be all over, and he knew that that slip was coming eventually. His odds were inevitably running short. But the creature was coming at him and this was it. Mubarak remembered his reason, he remembered why he was here. He felt the power of his fallen wife and his child take hold of his hands and tighten his grip. They were here with him, and they were here with his rage. The fisherman used his remaining strength to dodge the beast's jaws once more and landed his spear deep into its side. Wasting not a second, Mubarak slid down the weapon's shaft, grabbed the rope, and pulled. This tightened the barbed spearhead inside the crocodile, and he ran the length of the rope which drug the barb down the crocodile's side. Mubarak mustered his rage and disemboweled the beast where it stood. It was over. Mubarak had taken his revenge. When the fisherman and his friends returned to the village, they were welcomed as heroes. They treated them as celebrities and showered them with gratitude. People gawked in awe at the size of the beast. It was far larger than anyone had expected even from seeing it in the waters. They keep calling me a hero, Mubarak explained, but inside I am depressed for I have simply lost a wife and a child.